and you have reached another edition of the Christian Apologetics Project Podcast. My name is Paul Derengowski, and I will be with you here for the next 30 minutes as once again we talk to another one of my former students. This is all in an effort to kind of give you, the audience, a perspective that oftentimes, well, professors do not get. You know, usually we're pretty stodgy and all this kind of stuff. And in my case, got all kinds of internet swill out there. So I thought, well, you know what? Let's talk to some of my students and see what they have to say. This one here is Pam Thomas. So let's dial her up here. She she knows this is coming. And let's see what she has to say. You have reached the voicemail for Pam Thomas with Stateside Right-of-Way Services. Please leave a message and I will return your call as soon as I can. Thank you. And that was the wrong thing. Great. Wait a second here. Okay, let's try. Well, she's calling back here. Hang on. Is this Pam? It is. Pam! Hello. You know, this is going to go down as one of the most unique recordings ever. How's <laughs> that? <laughs> uh, I just got done calling you here just a second ago, and I was going, uh-oh, well, that's not such a good thing. And then you called right back. So. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. It just barely rang, and then it quit. So. Oh, okay. Well, welcome to my little podcast thingy here. Uh, I've introduced you previously. I've done all of the you know, promo stuff leading up to this. So the oh, okay. only thing we have to do is just sit here and just enjoy ourselves for the next however long you want to talk. Okay. Okay. So you are a former student of mine. You are, you want to introduce yourself now? Pam Thomas. Pam Thomas. And Pam, you were in how many of my classes in the past? I took one. You took one. And what class was that? It was a world religion class. Okay. And do you remember the year that was? A long time ago, long hasn't it? A long time ago, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think this was 2011 when you took my class. Probably. And, that was yeah, the last classes I took. Yeah, yeah. And you went on to become a, uh, a doctor. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, you went on to bigger and better things. And uh, I, I think we'll, we'll get to the, you know, the world religion part of this thing mm-hmm. here. Because that was kind of one of those dark period so mm-hmm. let's let's talk about some other things first okay uh what well of course we know what class you you had the world religion world religions class but when you took the class uh, when you first signed up for it did you have any particular expectations you know that you kind of had on your plate when you said i know what i'm going to take the great world religions class did you have any expectations well uh not too much. I mean, it was just, you know, being raised in a Presbyterian church all my life. I just wanted to find out what other religions were out there, how they practiced, what their beliefs were, mm-hmm. just to get more information. And that was my main purpose for taking the class. Did you have any I mean, ex- were, Did you have any expectations uh, regarding the professor? Because I didn't know you from Eve. 
No. Uh. Uh-uh. And you didn't know me from Adam. Right. Uh, and I'm I'm pretty sure you probably took other classes, you know, at TCC and mm-hmm. probably other places. Did you have any particular expectations when you uh, of the of the professor when you when you signed up? I probably went with all my classes. You just really kind of hope they actually know what they're talking about <laughs> okay. and that they're prepared, you know. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, but when so when you walked into the into the room, mm-hmm. and I'm handing out syllabi and all this kind of stuff. Right. What were your first impressions of me? Um, well, I think you introduced yourself as Professor Derengowski, mm. and we had to earn calling you Professor D. <laughs> I'm not really, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> and then one of the other classmates was Ginger and introduced herself as Miss Ruiz, and she said, you have to earn calling me Ginger. And I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know, oftentimes, you know, in the classes that I would get, you know, and I think what I, and Ginger kind of gigs me about this still, even today. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not your friend. Right. You know, I'm your professor. Right. And I think a lot of professors try to come off being friends mm-hmm. a, instead of just being professors. Right. And that kind right. of steers things in the wrong direction. So that's <laughs> kind of funny yeah, that you bring that up. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. How do those impressions, though, eventually, you know, pan out over the course of time? Um. Kind of those impressions kind of went away, and it was like, okay, this is, yeah, no big deal. <laughs> mm, okay. You know, he's a good guy. He's a good professor. Yeah, really? So I just kind of took it with a grain of salt. It was like, well, you know, that's just kind of how it is. And Yeah. But at first it so. was like, like man, man, this guy, is a, he's, he's going to be a pinhead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, did I choose the right class? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I just had never been in a class where, you know, a professor had introduced themselves that way. It was kind of like taking me back a little bit, and I'm like, whoa. Well, let's see how this goes. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was one of those things, like I said, uh, I wanted to be the professor, not your Mm -hmm. friend. Right. And it's not to say that I couldn't be. In fact, well, you and several others ended up being friends later on. Right. But I think we needed to, you know, kind of establish you know, what I was there for, what you were there for. That was my main priority. Right. And then we could we could talk about whatever. You're a big Dallas Stars fan. We could talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um so what were some of the uh some of the highlights of the class once the thing really got going, what were some of the mm-hmm. highlights of the class that you enjoyed the most? Um you know, just learning off from what the book covered just picking up and learning what different religious beliefs were mm-hmm. how they practiced what their beliefs were or that you know how their beliefs originated or the religion originated now you 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 brought up here a second ago that you were hoping to get a professor that knew what they were talking about right well sometimes you go to classes and it's okay well they know what they're talking about or they wouldn't be teaching the class but they're not prepared to teach the class did it seem like i was prepared Yes, yeah. How so? I mean, I've, I well, I mean, you had all your material. I mean, because uh, I had previously the last class I took several years ago was like a basic surveying class, mm-hmm. and the gentleman that taught it actually worked for TechDot that was teaching the class. But it was like he was unprepared, didn't have a lot of his material sometimes, or hadn't checked the surveying equipment to make sure that everything still worked from the previous semester. Mm-hmm. 
you know, all the equipment was charged that we were going to be using, that kind of thing. But you were prepared. Or you, you know, you had your the syllabus worked out and the uh, reading that we needed to do and the questionnaires and, you enjoy and the, the test. Yeah, the, the tests and the quizzes. Mm-hmm. In fact, I just got into the talk. quizzes, yes. <laughs> you enjoyed those? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, helped me learn you know about the the religions that were in the book that I had no information about prior to. Did you did you uh you know I've heard this in the past. I heard, there was a guy up in uh, Denver. He uh, he he was very down on powerpoints. Mm-hmm. If you have to use a powerpoint then you know you're just not doing your job. Did right. did you find those to be distracting in any way? Or did you find no. them to be helpful? Mm-mm. No, they were helpful. They were helpful? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh Anything else that you find enjoyable about about how I had things kind of set up? Um, no, I mean overall I enjoyed the whole class, mm-hmm. you know, and the people in it, and some of them. But you know, I did enjoy the I did enjoy the class. So. Okay. Uh, a, a previous uh, student said he really liked. The, I'm not sure. Did we ever get around to doing a mock trial in there? We did. Yeah. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, I thought that was interesting because I didn't have any information. I didn't know anything about that. Uh, the mock trial, I think it was Jeffrey's. Was it? What was the gentleman's name? Um, with the, it was with the Mormons. Oh. Uh, we were discussing, we were do, covering Mormons. Uh, Joseph Smith? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Judge Julie. Julie was the judge. Yeah. Yeah, we did the mock trial. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've said before, you know, I think the students got probably a bigger kick out of that than just about anything else mm-hmm. <laughs> in any of my courses. So, because right. I did that in all of them, mm-hmm. and it was just for the idea of letting you guys have it out. What, right. did, what did you find out? Right. And anyway, on the flip side, uh, what were some of the lowlights? I mean, uh, about the class that you enjoyed the least. I think the least, I mean, all of the religions that were covered were great. I mean, you know, and you also had us go and, like, and uh, attend other religions. Sure. Like services and then do a report. And that was kind of interesting on, because I think I did went to the Jewish temple and then I did a Jehovah Witness, uh-huh. I believe. Mm-hmm. And I found those to be interesting, and then wrote the reports. And then uh, I think everything was good and enjoyable up until when we got into discussing the uh, Muslim religion. And then then it got not enjoyable <laughs> as much. So, yeah, well, yeah. Like it was enjoyable to start out with, and then I think it went down. It went downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll ask you some questions about that. As okay. Well. So, uh, uh, how many times during the uh, in the course of the uh, semester, did you feel like I mistreated or misspoke to somebody in the class in a disrespectful or condescending way? No. I didn't do that? I, I didn't at all. I mean, I I got the impression just from the class that, I mean, you were very confident and very sure of the material that you had brought to the class to mm-hmm. teach based on the syllabus and the information you were providing, but... I never at any time felt that you were rude or condescending or disrespectful to any of the students in our class. Was I open to letting you say what you needed to say? Oh, yeah, most definitely, yeah. But I wasn't... I mean, sta- there was, 
Well, there were a couple of times, you know, where you'd ask questions and you'd let the students have their own discussions between each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, kind of, I don't know, brainstorming is kind of the right way, but somebody would throw out, you know, kind of their thoughts of their religion and somebody who may have been in another religion would say, well, you know, what about this? And you would kind kind of intervene and say, well, what about this? But there was never any rudeness or condescending or any attitudes towards anybody. Just me kind of like steering like a uh, police officer out in an intersection, making sure that people don't run over each other. Right, exactly. So what do you think about this comment here? Tarrant County College, or a Tarrant County College professor, alleges he was forced to resign for his beliefs while school officials say they received complaints that he used the classroom as, quote, an aggressive pulpit. Did I? Um, I strongly disagree with that. And I never did figure out who those officials were. <laughs> I, yeah. never, I never did. I was Since like, none of them ever talked to us. <laughs> so that's going to get to our little short little discussion here about mm-hmm. that infamous night on November the 8th. Well, that's that's coming up here. That's almost, like, what, seven years ago. We're still talking about it. But only mm-hmm. because, and the only reason we're still talking about it is because every once in a while I still run into people mm-hmm. who, well, they just don't like me for whatever reason. Right. And then they throw that at me. Right. And what they do, they run to the internet and they grab stuff like this. And I'm going, mm-hmm. uh, where are you in the class? So let's right. talk about this, Pam. Uh, when this whole fracas started mm-hmm. that night with the two Muslim students, what did you hear and see? Um, well, the, if I remember correctly, that night of that class, the question was when you hear Muslims religion, what do you think of? And you asked it as a whole question to the entire class. Sure. For us to give our feedback, and one of the students was, one of the things that her, came to her mind was the when they had the hostage situation to Ron. hmm 1979. 1979, and that's what came to her mind as being scary and, um, to her, mm-hmm. radical. Mm-hmm. And that's when one of the Muslim students in the class, the guy stood up and said, well, you should be scared. Mm. And to me, I took that as a threat. Mm. And actually, after that class, after all of that, the first that class night, I actually did go to the TCC police office. It was in the building where we were to file a complaint because I'd had felt threatened. Mm-hmm. But there were no police officers in the building. Yeah. Because their, their handbook or TCC's book has that in there. If you felt threatened, that you can file a report with the campus police mm-hmm. however he you know there were no nobody was in the office at that time yeah well they were there later <laughs> oh well and i'd already left so yeah i yeah uh, i went down there afterwards but you you you're right i opened it up with a question just to kind of get everybody's right. general in, impression right and i don't think any of them were necessarily out of bounds do you no okay. uh and so when he's i mean i've i mean it was pretty much the same question you asked every time we went to cover a different religion. Well, what are your thoughts? What do you think about it? Yeah. It's not like you just did it for that one class night. That was the same general question that you opened up any time we went to a different religion. Do you think that was fair? I think it was fair. Because I kind of th- it helps you. It's like, well, I think it helps you to know what your students know or what they don't know, mm-hmm. and what how you need to as another way to 
teach the class or maybe have additional information to help those students understand that religion better. Do you think I was being unfair, though, in, in the respect of glorifying, let's say, because I, I mean, I told everybody I was a Christian up front. Do you right. think? Do you think that was unfair, though, when 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 I uh, uh, asked these questions about all of these religions and the like? And it's like, well, we know you're coming from a Christian Christian perspective. We know what right. you're trying to do. Do you think I was trying to mislead anybody, or uh, uh, was being unfair in and eventually how I would, you know? lecture on any one of these particular even christianity itself was i being unfair stilted mm, I, pushy i don't think i in my belief i don't believe so okay so i wasn't acting in an unprofessional Mm-mm. or untoward way towards anybody or any of these particular religions in in no okay did i act appropriately that night by going to the campus police and filing the report about what happened that night. Was that appropriate? Uh, yeah. Yes. You think people, you think the other students were that jilted? Where they felt like, you know what, the professor's got to go to the police? I think the two did, but on the class as a whole, no. You don't think they were jilted? From you going to the police? Yeah. No, I mean, I went to go do the same thing, but... You know, nobody was there when I went to the office to file a report. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I'm glad you brought up that part about when Muhammad, was mm-hmm. his name, when he stood up and said, you you, you, uh, you uh, ought to be afraid. Mm-hmm. Because I, think, I was like you. I was like, what? Right. Uh, afraid of, well, I mean, what are you planning on doing? Right. Um, so what was your reaction when you finally... I mean, you found out that I resigned. Mm-hmm. What was your reaction to that? I was very surprised mm-hmm. that that had happened. Um, Were you disappointed? Um, I don't know if I was disappointed. I think I was mainly surprised and taken back at the way the whole TCC handled the whole situation. I think they were unfair. They based their opinion on talking with two people. They didn't bother to come in and talk to the whole class. The uh, They brought in the adjunct professor to continue the class, and I don't felt that he um, was as on his game as you were mm-hmm. with the class. Mm-hmm. I, I felt there we got jilted um, because... Uh, there was two people that came in with the professor they brought in that were over the department, and you know, they were talking about how your syllabus was incorrect, and I'm like, well, don't y'all approve the professor's syllabuses before they yeah. start a semester? And her answer was, yeah, we do. And I go, well, then what's the problem? Yeah. Y'all approved the syllabus, so what's, what's the issue here? Yeah, and that was the same syllabus I'd been using you know, practically the whole time I was there over the course of almost four years. Right. And then all of a sudden, this happens, and I'm going, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, you, you you got that part of it, you know, which is what I missed out on. Mm-hmm. But behind the scenes, there was stuff going on that you weren't aware of and several others weren't aware of, and it just left me in an impossible position. Right. Do you think there was anything I could have done differently that would have 
prevented you know the the Muslims students outburst that night no I think that they, that was something that they had planned all along. Really? I do, because um, you weren't, what, five minutes into the class, mm-hmm. and they were already being very defensive, very threatening was towards that, the students, to the class, towards you. Now, be specific. Was that in the first, because there was two lectures on Islam. Yeah, or, it was the very first night. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the very first night, and then... Because you kind of stood back and you let them say what they needed to say. You weren't very, you weren't confrontational. You, you were very professional. I mean, I wouldn't have handled it as well as you did. Because mm-hmm. you, I mean, you just sat there and, or not sat there, you stood there up in the front of the class and you just let them say what they needed to say. And other students would ask questions and they would cut us off and. So they were being kind of catty right from the beginning. But this is only, well, I can't really say, from your recollection, let me just put it mm-hmm. this way while I'm talking a half sentences here. Were they like this throughout the whole semester? No. The two Muslims? They were, they were uh, I don't know that. Well, you know, Muhammad, I, uh, there was a couple of times when students in the back, because he sat in the back mm-hmm. of the class. He sat in the back, right. And I had to uh, call him outside because he was disrupting mm-hmm. the class back then. Now, yeah, Ran- he Randa, was very disruptive. Yeah. Yeah, Randa was pretty quiet. Right. They my- were, yeah, you know, we would discuss some of the other religions, and he would have a comment to kind of irritate people. Mm-hmm. And there would be some banter going back and forth. But, yeah, he was very disruptive to the class. Randa wasn't disruptive until the night, the two nights that we had the the discussion on the Muslim religion, mm-hmm. and there was a question, because I remember I actually asked, was talking to somebody, and he interrupted me, and I just told him, I said, look, you've interrupted people this whole class. I have something to say, and you need to keep your mouth shut and let me say what I need to say. Mm-hmm. I said, quit interrupting everybody and quit being rude. Mm-hmm. And he said something else, and I said, hi. I said, no. Well, she's going to throw everybody under the bus. I said, no, I'm not throwing everybody under the bus. I'm throwing you under the bus. <laughs> I said, because, you know, we've all sat here and been respectful while we've listened to him, Professor D, talk about these other religions. You know, we haven't said anything to you when you've disrupted everybody and when you've been rude and arrogant towards everybody based on what the religion is. I said, you just need to keep your mouth shut and let us ask our questions. I said, this is our class. We paid for it. And I said, quit being rude and disrespectful to everybody. Yeah. Because I'd had enough of him at that point. Well, you definitely handled that better than I would have. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but then they, but then it came the second night. The, the, mm-hmm. Tell everybody how long were these classes every night? About an hour and mm, a half. Hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, hour and twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. So we managed to navigate our way through the first hour and twenty minutes on the first right. night. And right. what was what was the question? that the, I think it was Muhammad who brought it up. Mm-hmm. What was the question he wanted me to answer starting the second class? His main question was where, how you, where'd you get your information from the Muslim religion? Yeah. And you specifically said, you know, from the Quran, you had a copy of it, you had read it, mm-hmm. you had studied it. Mm-hmm. And then you were talking about, I forget the guy's name within that religion, about, you know, how he, Brutal was brutally brutalized people. Was Muhammad? People, Muhammad, and 
they they were like no they were just came unglued actually at that point when yeah. you started teaching on that and that's you know that was covered in the book that was chosen for the course that was even discussed mm-hmm. so i mean i even was also taking an economics class it was my second class during that semester after your class and i've been my economics professor was actually an ordained minister mm-hmm. and i've been talking to him about it and his comment to me was well the Muslim religion is one of the scariest religions there is. Mm. Now, see, I didn't say that. No, you did not say that, yeah. but my economics professor did, and that's specifically what he told me. Well, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. At any time, in either the first or the second lecture, mm-hmm. did I ever call Islam a cult? No. Now, you see, you, you if you read the tabloids, mm-hmm. they make a big issue out of that. Right. That I called Islam a cult. Now, I've right. written on that subject, and I've written an article, The Cult of Islam, only because a previous world religion student asked me that question, and she mm-hmm. wanted to know. Right. But you know what? When, when people talk about what happened that night, they say, wow, you see, this is why everything was so inflammatory. Mm-hmm. He made that statement, and you're saying I didn't. Mm-mm. Hmm. So on the second night, how quickly did things all of a sudden blow up, and why did they blow up? Five minutes probably after the class started, if that long. Yeah. I mean, I, they, I think both of those students, I honestly feel that both of those students already had a planned agenda mm-hmm. when they walked into that class of how that class was going to go. Mm-hmm. And I was teaching on... The question that Muhammad had asked me about, the sources and the story and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Right. Do you remember what the story was about, though? I don't. That was the uh, the first time that Muhammad was actually successful, the Muhammad of the, of the Quran. Mm-hmm. He was actually successful in carrying out a raid to fund his sources so that he could go to battle at Mecca. Right. He, right. Had, he had scheduled several of these, and... That is actually recorded in the Quran. And what was I mm-hmm. doing at that time when I was explaining? I mean, you actually had the Quran there. You were holding it up, was I, it, was, showing it's like, I got it from here. It's in here. Was and I reading were it? very defensive about that, yeah. I was reading yeah. the Quran. Mm-hmm. And they were very defensive. And that's when they blew about up. About it. Yeah, it just went downhill from there. It went downhill from there. When when that whole thing came unscrewed like that, could have I done something different? I mean, you said here a second ago, no, because they already had it planned. Was I screaming and yelling at them or anything like no. that? No, not at all. I mean, you were, that was one of the things, because I think several of us stayed after class that night, and it was like, well, you handled that a lot better than we did. You <laughs> kept your composure, you were patient, mm-hmm. you know, they would ask a question, you would answer it. Mm-hmm. So, so... Other than having their own special agenda, mm-hmm. everything else pretty much went par de course. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. other than, like like I said, shortly after that, then I managed to get into it with the TCC administration. Right. And then they didn't want to play by the rules anymore. Right. Well, I'm glad you straightened that out. Yeah. You know, Pam, you know, kind of giving your perspective here. Mm-hmm. Because... Yeah, they came in the, the night that we found out that... You weren't that you had resigned and weren't going to be the professor, and they brought the other adjunct professor in. You know, there were several people asking. I don't remember the names. There was a man and a lady that came in that were over the department, 
That'd have been and Sharon we, Wettengel and yes. uh, Mr. Coronado. Yes, yes, and we—they were several students asked questions. They wouldn't answer any questions. We made comments. It was either yes, no, yeah. They—it was pretty cut and dry. It was very cut and dry, and for them to say that they talked with students, that was the only one time they did, and they were very short about it. See, that's what I was going to ask you as well. Mm-hmm. Did you or anybody else reach out to the TCC officials after that night to try to air your concerns, grievances, complaints, or whatever? Did mm-hmm. you Did you guys try? Yeah, I did. I actually filed a grievance with TCC and had an appointment that was scheduled to meet with the president of the southeast campus Mm -hmm. and i emailed them his him and his assistant several times you know what information do you want what information do i need to bring how long is the appointment going to last and i never received a spot a response from anybody it wasn't until i actually went to that appointment and sat there and he said well you have 30 minutes to sit here and give me your point but it needs to be information i have not already heard (laughs) and basically ever all the information he had already heard you know what i was bringing to the table he had already heard and i was in there and like was within there maybe five minutes and that was it wow it was really a waste of my time did did he felt to to go in there and talk to him because their their minds were already made up they weren't they i my honest is like well we're going to side with the two Muslim students. It doesn't matter what the other students of the class bring to the table or what the professor brought to the table. We just want the, don't want the controversy. So this is the avenue we're going. This is the route we're going. So did you ever find out what this other information he was relying upon to make up his mind? No. He never Mm-mm. he never told you something something he had heard. Right. But you yeah, don't he know just, where he heard it from. No. My whatever I needed to tell him needed to be new information. And all the information, I was like, I've already heard that. I've already heard that. What new information do you have? And I'm like, well, I mean, I guess I'm done here because this has been a waste of my time. Was there ever an investigation? They say there was, but nobody ever from TCC called and talked to me. Hmm. I don't know of anybody. I mean, they never talked to me either. Right. Uh, um, They did. I know they ran articles about it in the Collegian, the school newspaper, Mm -hmm. but nobody actually talked to me face to face. Mm -hmm. It was based off of emails or a phone call. Or hearsay. Or hearsay. And a lot of what they printed was hearsay, and they based their their articles in that paper off of what Randa and Muhammad had said and... 99.9% 99.9% of the stuff the paper quoted was lies. Mm-hmm. It was all inaccurate information. Or regurgitated. Did you, did you ever notice some of the other information thereafter, how they kind of uh, played off of each other and then kind of mm-hmm. twisted it a different way and then yeah. <laughs> represented well, it? they did because when we did the mock trial, mm-hmm. Julie was the judge. Mm-hmm. And one of the articles I remember reading, Randa specifically said, that you had chosen her to be the judge in that mock trial, even though she said she didn't want to be, but she was not the judge in that mock trial. Oh. (laughs) 
And I love how stuff like that gets twisted around. It's like, mm-hmm. when, when the mock, you guys signed up for whatever you wanted to do. Right. I was just there just going, okay, I'm just grading it. Did you actually mm-hmm. study this, look into it? How, right. how didn't, I mean. Well, then the, the third night when they had the adjunct professor, he actually came in and he says, well, we're going to watch a film on the Muslim religion. Those of you that don't want to stay and watch it don't have to. You're free to go. And I'm like, well, you know what? They didn't. They were inconsiderate when Professor D was teaching on the other religions. I don't have to sit here and watch this film because mm-hmm. that professor says you're free to get up and go. Mm-hmm. Well, then I get an email from him where he had copied that, the Wittengale, Sharon Wittengale, and, well, why did you leave? Well, because you said we didn't have to stay and watch the film mm-hmm. if we didn't want to. Mm-hmm. You gave us the opportunity to do what we were doing in the class. And I think it was a short quiz or a question and answer. And you're free to leave. Well, I left. Hmm. Well, then the response from her was, well, that was inconsiderate. (laughs) Well, no, it wasn't inconsiderate because the professor who took over the class said we didn't have to stay there and we could leave. I'd be interested in, you know, I haven't talked to Sharon since I left. Mm -hmm. And her and I had a great working relationship. It'd be interesting to me to get her... Uh, response to what happened, you know, that that night when mm-hmm. the Muslims were, if she thought that was inconsiderate. Right. Because it seemed like to me when I was going through the whole administrative part of it, the behind-the-scenes stuff, mm-hmm. at first she was on my side. Mm-hmm. Supportive. Right. And she was ready to throw the book at both of the students. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what happened somewhere along the way. I don't know if it was political correctness or Muslim int- intimidation. Because mm-hmm. I know that afterwards, Kara got both. Yeah, well, Kara got involved mm-hmm. because Mustafa Carroll, who's the big shot Carroll rep in in uh, the DFW area, mm-hmm. all of a sudden he's becomes one of the commentators on the whole event. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, now where did you come from? Mm-hmm. Why should anybody listen to you when they're right. not listening to us? Well, because I know is it Bob Lanier, and I don't remember what news channel he's from. He had called and, and interviewed me over the phone, mm-hmm. and the information he was asking and the answers he had, I would told him several times, your information is incorrect. Well, Lanier, I believe, was uh, with with TCC. Mm, He's okay. one of the administrators. That's true. He was. Yes, that's right. Yeah, he did call and talk to me, and we did converse through email, and I told him, I don't know where you got your information, but your information is incorrect. Yeah. What did he ask you? Uh, honestly, I don't remember. I would have to go back through my okay. emails yeah, and find them. Yeah, don't worry about that. But, it's yeah, it's more of yeah, this... I think it was very political, Yeah. and they just didn't want the exposure more than what they already had. Yeah received well that was in an event in itself uh let's go on to talk about some happier things Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh did you ever have a sense when you were in my class that if you had a problem whether it was a uh something with a grade a paper Mm -hmm. an assignment uh maybe a combat i made uh did you have the sense that I was open and I was willing to listen to you and help you get through or nav- navigate your way through whatever the problem was. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because I, I remember there was, you know, a couple of nights I would stay after. It's like, okay, well, I really don't get this. Can you explain it to me more? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I felt that if anybody had a question, something just didn't register with them or make sense that you were you were available to answer questions. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I never felt to the point that you weren't available that, hey, I'm here to teach for an hour and 20 minutes. When that hour and 20 minutes is up, I'm done. I'm out the door. Yeah. That was never, I never got that so impression I, at all. So I wasn't careless. No. I was, uh, how would you describe this here? Generous with my time? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, was I easy to get a hold of if I, I mean, if you couldn't get a hold of me after the class or before mm-hmm. the class, did you feel like I could, you could, you could get a hold of me in other means and I was available? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause your syllabus had contact information on how to get a hold of you. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the TCC approved syllabus. <laughs> You're not rubbing anything in here, are you? No, okay. no, not at all. <laughs> Yeah, the, you mean the syllabus I had been using since 2008? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like I said, yeah. there, there was very little variance in that thing over the course of the year, so mm-hmm. I guess that's why it's just kind of, I don't know. Uh, did, did you feel like, because uh, this was a big issue as well, that I used my website to ram stuff down your throat? No. I mean, No. Because it's up to me if I want to go look at your website, which I did, mm-hmm. and it's up to me as to how I interpret your information. Mm-hmm. That's a decision I make. It wasn't, oh, here here it is. It's, this is how it is. You have to believe what I have out there. I was like, no, I don't. I mean. Do you still visit the site today? Yeah, every, I look at it. and Every once in a blue moon? Every once in a while, yeah, I look at it. But during, I mean, during the class, I look at it regularly. Mm-hmm. But I did not, it wasn't presented to me at any time that. This is what you had to believe. This is what you had to believe. My website is the gospel. You have <laughs> to believe what's on my website. Yeah. Well, I tried to make it that way, you know, and it's still that yeah. way today. I mean, if right. if you have an issue, write me. I'll, I'll right. talk to exactly. you. Exactly. It's like, okay, hockey is like awesome. You have to understand hockey. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You have to like the Dallas Stars? You have to like the Dallas Stars. Oh, sorry. I'm an Avalanche fan, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when the class was finally over, mm-hmm. what did you share with others about the class? About myself, mm-hmm. the class itself, maybe the other students or the material? Right. What did you tell people? Well, I mean, up until you resigned, I mean, I told people I thought it was a cool, I mean, it was an awesome class. I mean, it gave me information that I didn't have prior to that class. Mm-hmm. I know after the issue with Muhammad and Rand, I believe there were several students that actually dropped the class and didn't complete the class. Yeah. But I did go ahead and complete it. So, I mean, I actually still have my book and you from know, my class. You know, that's interesting. You, you, you kept your book, too. Mm-hmm. You know, the previous uh, student I talked to, he said he kept his book. He had three of my courses. I said, mm-hmm. what, what are you doing taking three of my courses? He says, I'm just glutton for punishment. <laughs> he said, well, but I he, know because well, when our class started, you there was a student, uh, one of your former pupils, who would actually attend mm-hmm. the class I had. He actually sat in the back by the door. He, he had attended a course of mine before? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, and he would periodically sit in on our class. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you kept the book. Mm-hmm. And you thought it was cool up until everything just kind of came mm-hmm. came around. You know, it really saddens me to hear that some of the students at that point said, you know what, if this is how it's going to be, how right. TCC, that they're not going to complete. That that right. saddens me. Right. Because, I don't know. I mean, I stuck it out. I, I finished with a B, which I was happy with a B. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I've, since that time, I've taken one other class at TCC. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like and still don't like how they handled it. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that they say that they interviewed people, students, when they didn't. Mm-hmm. And I just don't have enough warm fuzzies to actually go back and physically sit in a class at TCC. Yeah. I'm just not comfortable. Well, it, it, it troubles me. Two, especially when the headline I just read you well, wasn't really the mm-hmm. headline the uh, the the caption well the little quote I just quoted you here a second mm-hmm. ago uh, talking about how TCC officials disputed this and that and whatever and I'm going who did they dispute and who were the officials mm-hmm. they're still right. making well not now but they were making up stuff back then I'm mm-hmm. going why what is the point right so if you had to do this all over again minus all of the interruptions and mm-hmm. the like. Let's say we made it through the whole course like I had done numerous times before, sometimes mm-hmm. teaching. I think I ended up teaching the Great World Religions during the summer period two or three times in the summer. If you had to do it all over again, mm-hmm. would you? Oh, yeah, I'd retake the class. Yeah. I feel, I feel for what I, got, what I paid for the class. Mm-hmm. Because after you resigned, they changed the whole syllabus and gave out a new syllabus. Mm-hmm. That's not the class I paid for. Yeah. Uh, so I felt as a student, I got jilted. Do you I think, now, at the tail end of my syllabus, and it was, like I said, this is something I had been doing every semester mm-hmm. for years, I was going to get into, you know, the aberrations and the cults and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Did they throw all of that out? Mm, they took all of that out. The guy that, the professor that came in and took over after you left, uh-huh. he had a whole new syllabus and none of that was covered at all. Really? Yeah, they went back into the first two or three chapters of the book, uh-huh. and that was what the remaining class was over. Kind of the uh, African-type religions with totemism mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So I knew that they had kind of backtracked, because I, mm-hmm. I don't think they knew where they were going. But, you right. know, the really the part that really captured the attention of a lot of the students, if it wasn't the mock trials and whatever, along the way was when we would have gotten into Mormonism and the Jehovah's mm-hmm. Witnesses and mm-hmm. Scientology. All of that is oh, just... Oh, the witchcraft, too, because I was like, ooh, I want to hear that part. Yeah. I mean, or the Wiccan. Yeah, the Wiccans. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you hear about it, but, but that's like, all I hear about it. You don't know what the background is yeah. well, on those. So you'd do it all over again? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'd take it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe next time I'll, I'll let you know where I'm at if I'm in... Some place in Saskatchewan or something like that. I was yeah. like, Pam, <laughs> That's a party I'm teaching it's world religion. You want to come on up here? <laughs> uh, it's a little cold right now. It's a little it's cold, cold yeah. Well, too much snow. <laughs> just, just to go ahead and bring your shovel. Uh, yeah. Snowplow. What recommendations would you have for others mm-hmm. who might contemplate taking you know, a class of mine in mm-hmm. the future? Whether it was world religions or like I had taught biblical history one and two mm-hmm. and philosophy and stuff like that, right. what would you recommend to them? 
two, I would recommend that they take the class because mm-hmm. the classes were very informational. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do have a lot of background in what you're teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, they sh- to form their own opinion. Don't rely on the misguidings or the misinformation that is on the internet mm-hmm. that was provided by TCC or through their paper. Mm-hmm. Take the class and find out for yourself. Do you think you you tell them? Well, this guy, you know, he'll he'll cut you some slack or whatever it is if you got your own opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, he's like, don't throw my name out there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, Mm-mm. I just like, you know, you just you have to go take the class and form your own opinion. You just can't base it off of, you know, again, what's flying around on the internet, the false accusations. Yeah, but what if I what if I'm a student? I say, okay, Pam, I'm going to take your mm-hmm. advice on this, okay? But I'm not going to believe a word that this professor has to say because of his terrible background here. Mm-hmm. What would you tell him or her? Like, well, that's their opinion. I mean, that's their right to, this guy is going to, to lead, make their own opinion. But you see, this uh, guy's going to lead me astray. He's going to bully me. Right. No, I never felt that I was being led astray or being bullied or... Intimidated? Intimidate? No. You're, you weren't intimidated? No. Well, I, I, you know what, Pam? <laughs> you didn't do your job. I, I, I didn't do something better. i got to live up to these headlines. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh-uh. Well, let me ask you this, this, and we'll go ahead and close with this, okay? Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you would like to add to our interview? No, Any, I mean... I, questions, I mean, as, comments? As you've a got? student, I mean, I felt, you know, as a student on the whole, as I already said, you know, I felt I got jilted. Because mm-hmm. what I paid for is not what I got. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, cool, look what's on the syllabus. We get to hear about this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was interested to find out because, you know, don't have a whole lot of information or knowledge about other religions. So so when I covered those topics and then we moved on to the next one, even though mm-hmm. it was it was pretty much a, a survey class, okay? Right. We didn't zero in on any one particular one for right. very long, but at least mm-hmm. to kind of give you an idea. When we finished, like, say, Buddhism or Hinduism, mm-hmm. and we moved on to the next subject, did you right. feel like, you know what, I feel like I've learned something here? Oh, yeah, because, you know, I have no background. I mean, yeah, most definitely, especially with, you know, having the exercises of going and visiting other religions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because I did the, the Jewish temple, and that was, that was interesting, uh-huh. and then... The Jehovah Witness, I think, is mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, Watchtower one, uh-huh. and that was interesting because I'm like, whoa. Um, no, I don't think I want to be a part of this this religion. <laughs> and, and <the laughs> I, I kind of raised my eyebrows a lot during that visit. <laughs> and you see, that was part of the method to my madness was to get people outside mm-hmm. of their comfort zone, so to speak. Right. And right. you go find out because you know it's one thing for me. To talk about the Jehovah's Witnesses, mm-hmm. having, oh man, I, I don't know how many books I've got of theirs. Right. Uh, and pamphlets and whatever. To talk about them from 25 or 30 years worth of experience, mm-hmm. it's something else for you to go do it. Right. And then we right. can come back and see if we're see if our notes match up. Right. So. Yeah, that was, that was like, no, I don't think I want to be a part of that group. <laughs> so, yeah, the Jewish mm-hmm. Temple, I didn't mind that one. That was good. I mean... It was very interesting. The lady I went with is a realtor that I had worked with during that time. Mm-hmm. So I went with her, and it was it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, they have a, a meal every Sunday after each. I don't know that the service is the right word. That's just how yeah, I grew yeah, up. Mm -hmm. And then um, they had one little gentleman there who brought his homemade vodka. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was the good yeah. stuff, huh? It was good. Yes, but one was all you needed. So, but the food was good. I mean, it was it was a, a good experience. Yeah. Do you, do you ever uh, uh, reflect back on all of these little subjects and the like, and then when you get into a conversation with somebody, uh, and they'll maybe, because uh, this is what happens all the time with me, people will say, well, this and this and this and this is such about right. whatever they're talking about, Scientology, okay? Right. And then you come along and go, uh, well, you're kind of on the right track here, but here, let me fill in the blanks. Do you ever get any of those kinds of conversations? I don't okay. because I don't have the background or the knowledge mm -hmm. to support what I would say. Sure. So I'm one that's just going to sit there and listen and like, okay, well, that's your opinion. I just don't have enough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have enough to even offer an opinion. So, so what somebody wanted to invite you to the Mormon church. Mm-hmm. Or you, when you get the Mormon missionaries coming over knocking on your door. <laughs> Actually, I've taken a tour <laughs> at the actually in salt lake ah when my daughter's first christmas my aunt and uncle live in salt lake okay we was it for her or ryan i don't remember mm -hmm. i think it was for ryan for his first christmas that we went mm -hmm. and my mother was oh let's take a tour let's take a tour okay we'll take a tour mm -hmm. it's all great and fine until you get to the end of the tour mm -hmm. and then they work to convert you mm -hmm. to there to be to mormon it's like nope my nope. mother's comment was, I'm sorry, I'm happy with the religion I have. Thank you. <laughs> goodbye. And we turn around and walk out. <laughs> nice tour. Goodbye. Nice tour. I mean. So, so was this a tour through the temple or was it just a tour through like the visitor center or what? Because I think. you Well, you couldn't actually, if you're. You couldn't go through the temple. I remember correctly and I couldn't, not incorrect, but if you weren't a Mormon of a certain standing. Right. You couldn't tour the temple anyway. Correct. I mean, we did go in where the tabernacle scenes. Okay. And viewed that, but it was like here, follow me. It's a guided, you know. It must have been just around Temple Temple around Square. Square, yeah, which was much smaller than it's huge now compared to what it was 26 years ago. Right. But it's it's gorgeous, decorated at Christmas. It's very pretty, especially when there's snow on the ground. Mm -hmm. But yeah, unless you're of a certain standing, you couldn't go into the temple. Correct. Well, when we lived in Washington State, they had they built a temple and they had it open to the public for a while, mm -hmm. to where you could come in and tour it and look at it. Did you do that? But we didn't. No, I never. I couldn't get my husband to go, mm -hmm. even though I wanted to. But mm -hmm. yeah, because my aunt and uncle are like, well, you can tell they're Mormon. They're Mormon. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the no caffeine and oh, yeah. you can't have anything with caffeine in the mall at that point. They had stores where. You bought your Mormon attire, your books, whatever oh, yeah. you needed. The, so. the, uh, the Joseph, Centers, uh, Joseph Smith yes. Center you know, down yes. in the basement of the, uh, I think it's the Joseph Smith Hotel there. Because I've, mm. I've been down there. Mm -hmm. And right. they, they weren't going to sell me any underwear. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think I tried to get some, but they weren't going to give me any. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, we took the tour and, <clears throat> yeah, my dad was rolling his eyes by the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're good. Thank you. Mm. You have a you have a beautiful campus. Mm. We're happy where we are. Thank okay. you very much. <laughs> well, that's all I have for you. Okay. You know, uh, I I thank you for uh, you know your willingness to do this, and 
Uh, I hope it is given whoever listens to it. This thing is going to go around the world, so who knows? And Mm -hmm. who knows, maybe somebody from TCC will listen to it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It'll be the first time they listen to a student that wasn't a Muslim on this particular Right. (laughs) They'll just roll their eyes, probably. (laughs) Yeah, what they missed out on. But uh, Right, yeah. uh, I I thank you for giving whoever listens to it Mm -hmm. the student's perspective. Right. Uh, They know mine and and, uh, what I've written and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, they throw this stuff at me all the time, saying, "Oh no, no, you're you're a bigot, and you're this and mm-hmm. that." Whatever. Go, oh, where did this come from? Right. So thank you for that. You're uh, welcome. If you ever need anything in uh, in the future, help on anything or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm a phone call or an email away. So got it. Uh, have a uh, great evening. Say hi to Rusty Thanks, for sir. me. We'll and, do. And if uh, something else comes up, I'll give you a call. Alrighty. Thanks, Pam. Alrighty. Thank you. you uh-huh. take, take care. Bye bye. Bye. And there you go. Uh, that was Pam Thomas. She was a uh, former student of mine in the great world religions class. Uh, she was a good student. Not because, you know, she got on here and, and did this or or filed the grievances and all that kind of stuff in the past. No, she was just a good student. Uh, I would say 99.9% of my students were good students. Even, you know, uh, even the ones that may have got by by the skin of the teeth, or maybe even failed the class, which I don't think there were very many of those. They came to learn. They uh, respected me as a, as a professor, and I respected them as students. And uh, I think her perspective on this is, uh, uh, especially as we're talking about the whole TCC disruption thing and whatever, her perspective on this is consistent with, like I said, there were 40 students in the class, and that night I would probably say there were 35 in the class probably that night, and two disrupted the whole thing. And, of course, you heard what she had to say about how it bothered her, intimidated her, made her feel uncomfortable, uneasy, and the like. Well, that was pretty much the way it was with everybody else that night, too, including the professor, when they uh, blew up went off the rails, well, I'm sorry to say, this type of thing has happened in the past in other classes, in other universities and colleges around the country, where Muslim students have done the same thing. And um, I just thought it would be good that you heard her story. And others, there are other students that will eventually come along in other podcasts where... uh, I'll give them what they, give them the opportunity to say what they need to say about, you know, that particular night as well. But that is for a future time and a future date. That is pretty much all that I have for this particular podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed talking to Pam as I do, you know, continue to enjoy talking to uh, all of my students. Uh, As I told her, and she kind of concurred, when I started the classes, I tried to make sh- uh, sure that the student knew I wasn't their friend. I was their professor. Later on, we could become friends, and many of them have. I've got many of them on my you know, various lists, social media lists and the like. They're friends. And I try to do them well, as I know they're you know, willing to do to me. It's just unfortunate that two 
driven by an ideology that uh, not just me, but other professors have said, you know, is cultic. Aberrant religions do weird things to people. And uh, unfortunate for them, it kind of skewed my relationship with them. I still wish them the best. Haven't heard from them. They ducked out of the scene. It'll all come out in the wash someday. Anyway, if you have any questions or comments, you may write me at capro at capro.info. Capro at capro.info. Until next time, you take care.